0: Welcome to the first episode of my podcast. If you're here, I'm assuming that you've been following me on TikTok or Instagram or YouTube. But if you're new, then hi, my name's Anna. I'm 18 years old and I post a lot about my lifestyle, health, fitness, wellness and just my life. So this podcast is a bit of an extension of that where I'm just going to be delving a little bit deeper into the things that I'm passionate about, the things that... I care a lot about Um, and yeah just sharing a little bit more about my life and some deeper dives into my mind. For the first episode today I'm going to be talking about something that's been on my mind a lot recently and that is about treating yourself with kindness and the reason that's led me to be thinking about this a lot is over the past couple of weeks I've felt this kind of dark cloud over my head and this heavy weight on my chest and one day I just looked around my flat and I realised it's a mess in here and I remember looking at my floor and there was clothes all over my floor, there's been laundry that I'd been putting off doing, the kitchen needed cleaning, almost every room in the house needed cleaning and I'd just been putting off these tasks for so long and it's not that I didn't have time, I did have time it's that I physically couldn't bring myself to do them to get these things done and I was just procrastinating and putting them off and um, if my dad's listening right now then he'll probably tell you that I'm one of the biggest procrastinators and it's one of the things that he gets on to me about but I was just sat there looking around and I saw the mess that I was living in and it just made me think about something I saw I think I read something or there was an Instagram post and it said The space that you surround yourself in is a reflection of what's within and I thought that was really powerful about thinking about what's going on in my head and how that's kind of um, manifested into my space I'm surrounding myself in. I thought about it a bit more and I was trying to figure out, you know, why have I not done these things that I know they'll make me feel better, I know they'll make my space feel a lot cleaner and happier, I know they'll improve my mood, I know... I'll feel good once it's done. So why didn't I do it? I had time. Like I had I really had no excuse apart from the fact that I just couldn't do it. And then it all comes back to self-kindness. I I took a look at those past few weeks and what had been going on. There was a few things going on in my personal life and because of that, I'd been putting off work. So I felt like I wasn't getting enough work done. I wasn't m- working my way through enough emails and invoices and editing i've been putting off a youtube video i needed to edit and just that type of thing i feel like i was being so hard on myself i felt guilty almost that i hadn't been getting these things done and then because i felt guilty about those things in my personal and work life it just came inside my space and i didn't want to do anything else really because it was like oh why am i doing this if i've got so many other things to be doing you know so It was just really, uh, really destructive pattern I was in where I was thinking that I felt so guilty. I didn't deserve these small little acts of self-kindness if I can't even do the big tasks to need, such as editing my YouTube video that needed to go up. But see, even I'm doing it now, it doesn't need to go up. I'm putting this pressure on myself. So this whole episode is going to be about the unnecessary pressure you put on yourself and how destructive that can be to your mental health so when you first think about self-care I think about face masks skin care going for a nice long walk reading a book taking a bath and all those things are so so important and I can do an episode about that at some point because I love self-care you guys know that but I think it all comes down to treating yourself with kindness Um, emotionally so emotional self-care is just as important if not more than physical self-care so that's what I'm going to be talking about today so I'm going to give you some examples of how throughout life I've kind of pushed my own happiness and I've not been kind to myself I think for me this started at a really young age when I was in school I always strived to do the best I could get really good grades I would come home I would study for hours after school and on top of that I would try to balance my social life I also tried to balance that with my extracurriculars I basically just had this all this on my plate and I had so much pressure on myself that if one of those areas started to slip I would feel so guilty incredibly guilty if I got a B on a test or an an exam, I would beat myself up for weeks about it. I remember um, when I was doing my national fives, so I did 8 subjects and I got all A's for all 8 subjects and you know that was just kind of what I expected, I wasn't like really over the top happy about it and then the following year when I had my 5 hires to be doing, I only got 4 A's and 1 B. I was so hard on myself about that one B and I remember it was in human biology and I was so upset with myself because that was one of my favourite subjects and I beat myself up about it, the things I would start saying to myself, I would tell myself my teacher was going to hate me now, I'm so stupid, I'm not going to get into university, I didn't work hard enough, all of these horrible things I was saying to myself, I truly, truly believed them. And now looking back on it, I just, I like, I would never in a million years dream of saying that to someone else if they got a B. If my friend got a B and she was wanting an A or she didn't get what she was wanting, I would say, that's amazing, you worked hard, be proud of yourself for all the work you put in. I I would never say you're stupid, you don't, like, it's such a horrible thing to say, but at I truly believed that that's what I deserved to hear, and that's what was true, which I know now is just—it's not true at all. And during school, this type of pressure I put on myself was so exhausting. It caused me so much burnout. I, my attendance was shocking in school. It was awful. Ever since a really young age, I was in nursery, and I would be telling my mum I didn't want to go to school, and I. My mum would let me stay off school. I would say I had a sore tummy, I would say I I had a headache, and it wasn't true. I think the real reason for me being off was I was just so exhausted from this pressure I was putting on myself. I just needed time. I remember I had full days in bed when I wasn't even sick. And that's just kind of how that affected my mental health, I suppose, but I never saw it as a mental health issue back then. I pushed myself to go to university and study my degree. Even when I knew it felt wrong, I didn't want to do it. I didn't enjoy the course. I felt physically sick before going into uni. And for weeks, I pushed myself to go in and go in and go to the lessons and go to the lectures, but I hated it. I knew I hated it. And the kind thing to do for me was to just make a new page, leave there and move on to other things that I knew I was going to enjoy. This was really recently, so I think that I was kind of a bit more aware of that, and that's why I only stayed for about a month. Um, but still, it was a lot longer than I knew I wanted to. So that was a few months ago that I decided to do that, and I think that that was a big step for me, just being kind to myself, listening to myself, knowing what I want to do, knowing what I don't want to do, which is equally important, which we'll get into a little bit more in the episode. So one of the things I've been thinking about is that my whole life, I feel like I've strived to treat everybody else, everyone I meet with kindness, but so often I forget about me. If anybody else had come to me feeling like they had so much pressure on themselves and they wanted some advice, I feel like I would give them the advice that they needed to hear. And that advice would be to be kind to yourself, give yourself a break, Why can't I listen to that myself? So trying to kind of improve on this, I've been reading the book Atomic Habits at the moment. And I just want to read you a quick passage about changing the outcome versus the identity. And this is something that I found really interesting. So here's the passage. Imagine two people resisting a cigarette. When offered a smoke, the first person says, no thanks, I'm trying to quit. It sounds like a reasonable response, but this person still believes they are a smoker who is trying to be something else. They are hoping their behaviour will change while carrying around the same beliefs. The second person declines by saying, No thanks, I'm not a smoker. It's a small difference, but this statement signals a shift in identity. Smoking was part of their former life, not their current one. They no longer identify as someone who smokes. So I read that and I kind of had this shift in my thinking after I read that, where if I believe that I deserve the kindness that I show to others, if I believe that I'm deserving of that and I give myself that, I think that will help me tremendously. So one of the things I'm going to try and implement that kind of mindset to is about cleaning my room and keeping my space clean. From the outside looking in, it might seem like I'm a really clean and organised person and the truth is, I am kind of, but only because I clean quite frequently, but I have to do like a big clean. Every single room in the house, hoover the floors, do loads of laundry. If I just kept on top of it every day, a little bit every day, then I would save myself so much stress, so much anxiety. And I think that's a form of self-care, doing things to help your future self. So I'm going to apply that thinking from the book. And I'm going to tell myself that I value my space. I keep my space clean. I keep my space tidy. I value my future self. And I think that those kind of mantras, those manifestations will really help me keep my space tidy. Because that was kind of the main thing that brought me to speaking about this episode, which I spoke about at the start. So yeah, that's, that's the quote that I want you guys to take away with you. And I'm not saying I'm going to try and keep my room tidy. I'm saying, no, I'm a tidy, clean person. So that's, that's changing your identity instead of changing your outcome. Another aspect that I think is really important of this is which I touched on a little bit earlier is why it's so important to listen to your gut know how you're feeling know what you want and even more importantly know what you don't want i quite often find myself in situations where i know i'm unhappy and i know that i'm not enjoying where i am or what i'm doing but i stick with it and i don't i think i've gotten better at this recently but one example of this is i was working a job during my gap year and it was a full-time job where I was working. I was meant to be working 40 hours a week, but it was quite often more like 50 or 60. And I was just running myself into the ground, burning myself out of this job. My management was awful. They wouldn't give me time off. I really, I just hated the job. The only part about it that I enjoyed was my colleague and she's still my friend. She's my best friend, Olivia. And that's how I met her. But we both kind of were talking about how much we really disliked this job. For months and months and months we talked about it. How unhappy we were. But I didn't leave and she didn't leave until after I did. But one day I was speaking to my mum and she said to me, Look, Anna, you're 17. I was 17 at the time. She says, Look, Anna, you're 17. This is a job that you've got in your gap year. It's not your career. It's not the end of the world if you don't work there. And you need to do what makes you happy. And that is really what I needed to hear because I had told myself that if I left that job, I would be a failure, I would be quitting, I would be a bad employee. And I didn't want any of those kind of labels tied to me. So I finally took the step and I told my boss I was leaving and the relief I had after I did that was insane because of how long it had been going on and how heavy this weight I had on my chest was when I was finally done with it and it was over I felt incredibly incredibly relieved. I've also in the past had to realize when I don't want to be in a relationship, a friendship or otherwise. When someone is not making you happy, when someone is not respecting your feelings, when someone's not respecting you, you don't need to be around them. You don't owe to it to anyone to be around them. You, you can do it really nicely, you can do it really subtly But distancing yourself from toxic people is one of the best forms of self-care that you can do. If you're in a situation with someone and they're not respecting you, then you need to get out of there. You need to cut them off. It can be hard. People are manipulative. People can be narcissistic. People can be all types of things and they will fight to keep you in their life. But if they're not serving you and they're not an asset to your life, then you owe it to yourself to cut them off. And cut cutting them off sounds quite harsh and definite and sudden, but it doesn't have to be. You can slowly distance yourself. Something that I've been told quite recently is that I've been oversensitive and my feelings have been invalidated, they've been pushed to the side. Being told that your feelings aren't valid and that you're being oversensitive is such a horrible thing to be told. It makes you feel like you're being ridiculous. But I'm here to tell you that you're not. Your feelings are valid. If someone's made you feel awful, then you're not oversensitive. You're not being ridiculous and your feelings are valid. And I know it can be hard, but you have to stand up for yourself. You have to be in your own corner and and um, this is something that I've been speaking about quite a lot with my mum recently. My mum is the person who I would consider to have the best advice. I know that I can go to her with anything and she'll be able to help me. So when my mum came to me with a problem she had, I thought to myself, if this was the other way around and I was coming to my mum with the same problem and the same issue, she would know exactly what to say to me. And she would make me feel so much better so when my mom came to me she was having a bit of a relationship problems she was going through a bit of a difficult breakup I said to her what I knew she would say to me I told her her feelings were valid I told her the way she was feeling was valid and I gave her the advice that I know she needed to hear I know she would have told me if I was in her position and that helped her so much I just want to kind of tie off the episode By reminding you that you are the person you will spend the most time with out of anyone in the world. I'm going to be with me through everything. I've got to be my own best friend. I've got to be in my own corner. And I've got to treat myself with the kindness that I deserve and the kindness that I show others. So let me know what you guys think of this episode. Let me know your thoughts questions anything message me on instagram and i'll try and get to them in the next episode but i hope you've enjoyed the first episode and i will speak to you next time have a wonderful day i love you all goodbye